at some point you would have to realize that the world is trying to eliminate you personally which is your preoccupation with sports teams athletes actors politicians and famous preachers to eliminate your focus on you on your life instead a preoccupation with a constant barrage and interest and people that no more know your name than know you are alive or dead who care nothing for you except that you buy their products watch their movies spend your money on their stadiums or in their churches you're just a number and worse than that you're just an algorithm you don't matter and those who tell you you don't matter treat you like you don't matter matter to you why why do you care about a stranger's opinion of you or some activist group do they know anything about your life your struggles what you've overcome what you've been through what your dreams and aspirations are no except the fact you go to make them rich you buy the tickets to their movies you pay the money for their albums and their concerts and you make them rich and they smile at you and they call you a fan not a name because you are nameless you are a fan you are one face amongst many that do not matter at all and yet you've made them matter God knows you by name but yet he doesn't matter to you God knows every hair on your head but he doesn't matter to you God cares about every breath you breathe but he doesn't matter to you God's aware of your dreams your goals your fears your doubts but he doesn't matter to you what matters to you are those who tell you you don't matter and know nothing about you so those who love you most you give less to those who were there for you at your smallest you abandon at your tallest those who really have nothing to lose or gain by you you've decide should not have anything to do with you it's why people do not love their spouses is why they're faithless to their wife or husband is why they're not there to parent the child but the nanny is or the neighborhood or neighbor you don't want time with that child is that why you put a phone in the back seat of the car to keep them preoccupied is that why you fill their rooms with toys and video games you want no interaction with that child is that why you spend all your time at the spa or the hair salon or the gym you want no interaction with that woman with that man is that why you told them to get a hobby is that why you told them go find some friends is that why you said keep yourself busy but not with me
you have no love. And then I am to believe what? That you love God, you liar. Pants on fire, soon your soul will be on fire. Repent, you fools.
God has had enough That's when things are gonna start to get rough When God has had enough That's when things are gonna start to get rough Hurtful and painful and broken and shameful and humble and lonely and angry and tearful Sadly, it's me to help you to see for the truth you've abandoned, the love you abandoned. So flat on your back, down on your knees, open your eyes. So in your heart you will see, call on me, Elohim. God has had enough That's when things are gonna start to get rough When God has had enough You should turn before things start to get rough Before the fire destroys the sword of the blood Curses and plagues the droughts and the flood Your enemy invading No fear is dying Everyone's dying No hope that you're trying you can't stop crying, you keep denying God is the one, you're hoping the one Alpha, Omega, beginning and the last beginning and end who have I but you to depend on to do rescue me deliver me keep me No 
God has had enough. When God has had enough. When God has had enough. When God has had enough. You know, while it is true that the Torah does not specifically forbid a sex change operation, it does say that a man must not wear women's clothing and a woman must not wear men's clothing. On top of the fact that it says that a man must not 
lie down with the man as with the woman, because that is an abomination to the Lord. See, the Torah doesn't need to be specific on every little line, on every specific segment, every specific word. It lies out an outline, an example, a general concept, a general idea of what holiness looks like, so you can fill in the blanks. But not according to your thoughts and your ideas, but according to God. After all, the Torah also does not say, you shall not smoke cigarettes. But it does say, you shall not eat unclean animals. You shall not desecrate your body, your skin, with tattoos. Do not defile yourselves. Eat holy, clean meat. Surround yourself with clean stuff. If you touch a dead carcass, you are unclean. The Torah is very specific and puts a lot of emphasis on cleanliness and holiness. God says, be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. So, what's the purpose of you avoiding pig while smoking cigarettes? That doesn't even make sense. It might as well be like the, the, the guy that says, well, I'm not wearing women's clothing, but I did a sex change to become a woman. <laughs> you, you're beating the whole purpose of the law, of the Torah, of the instructions for life. You might as well, actually, it would be better for you to eat meat and not smoke cigarettes. If the whole purpose is holiness, how is defiling your body, your lungs, your teeth, your fingers, any bringing you any closer to God. Have you ever seen one of those photos of the lungs of people who smoke cigarettes? Have you seen how disgusting and abominable that is? Not to mention your yellow brown teeth, your stinky breath, and your yellow orangey fingers from holding all those cigarettes throughout all, the, all of those years? How is that holy? If God says, be holy for I am holy, he told you not to eat unclean animals. He told you to not get any tattoos. He told you to not rip your beards off your face and not to shave your head for mourning. He told you to be holy and clean and wear garments not from two separate kinds of material, linen and wool. And yet you cannot read between the lines and know to avoid such disgusting, abominable habits like smoking cigarettes and not to mention all the transgender crap that's all around the world right now. You know, they have it on the Israeli news. They put some transgender bitch talking. And you think, why is that even on the news? Why is that even on the propaganda? Why do you expose your children to this mess? It is disgusting. Disgusting. Not to me. To your creator. It is an abomination. It should not exist. Like your poodle. Poodles should not exist. They are an abominations. All of those bulldogs, French, English bulldogs, abomination. They were bred specifically for that purpose, to be an abomination. It is not the design of God. All those genetically modified organisms, genetically modified food. True, the Torah does not say you cannot genetically modified food, but it does say do not plant two types of seed in one vineyard, in one field, in one pot, in your kitchen. You have to learn to read between the lines. The whole Torah is about holiness. 
teaching you laws of love, laws of life, laws of light. If whatever it is you do does not align with light, life, love, and truth, it is against the Torah. As simple as that. It is against the Lord, against your Creator, and will cause you to die. So, what are you really going after? What's more important to you, your penis or your eternal soul? You people are so ridiculous. There really is no hope for you, you know. And I'm not just saying it to mess with you. I say it because I mean it. This is the end of days, the end of the end of days. Judgment is around the corner and it's happening. Sodom and Gomorrah, it's over. There is no revival. There is no spiritual... No. This is the time when God is waiting to get his 144,000 people, the remnant, those who are taking up the seal of God, meaning those who come to Yeshua, and then the gates are closed and the fire falls down. See, God is building up the ark now. The ark is built and he's calling in the animals. See, this is the time where we live in right now. The animals are called to the ark. Who are the animals right now? Us. 144,000. That is 72,000 times two. That's, that's the only thing that separates us between the messianic age and the judgment of the Lord against all the nations of the earth. If you are not a follower, you should not be excited for the coming of Yeshua. Because you will be dead. You will be destroyed. And it will not be pretty. All these abominations. You make Sodom and Gomorrah look like Sesame Street. Disgusting. Disgusting.